Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Welcome back, and as always, thank you for listening. I have a new motto. Now, a motto should be short. Like, for example, the scout motto, be prepared. That's pretty short. My motto is order from chaos. Order from chaos. Now, why is that? Um, Prior to that, I was really kind of focusing on eye of the storm, you know, where the image is you're in a boat in the middle of a hurricane and all kinds of crazy stuff, winds and debris and everything is just circling around you. But where you are, it's calm. And I still think that's a good image. But order from chaos is really... I think a better motto because that's the calling. That's the calling that God has for us. Now, what does that mean? First of all, order has to start with us where we're at. And if you got chaos in your life, and by the way, sin usually causes chaos because it sets things out of balance, which sets things spinning out of control. But the issue is, when you have order, God's in control. Or at least he should be. At least having input into how things are, are going. Now, it's interesting. Um, I'll, I always gravitate to the military thing, uh, kind of metaphor, because uh, I think it's, uh, I think it works. And it works a lot like this. When, and I've, believe me, I've never been in the military, okay? So, I'm just going to share with you what I've learned from people who have. When you show up at basic training, a lot of people yelling at you. But what they're doing is getting you focused. And and initially, there's a lot of chaos. But then little by little, when they strip down what's going on and get get your brain focused, then they start putting things in order and they tell you, this has to be here, this goes here, this is how you wear this, this is where you show up to do this. So in that aspect, order is kind of built in. Now for the church of God, not always, unfortunately, 
we have to work a little harder and a little smarter in trying to focus on what God wants. Because chaos can also stem from us interjecting what we want into what God wants. And that doesn't always work. Now, why do I not, you know, God's a God of a hurricane, God's a God of tornadoes, God's a God of, of all things and the maker of all things. Why do I think, you know, God prefers uh, order over chaos? You know, well, in some ways, people are people are correct when they're saying God is the creator of everything. Yes. Uh, now, here's the thing. This world had sin interjected into it. And what was a really good system, which was the Garden of Eden, all of a sudden got a massive injection of chaos. And uh, and by the way, if you really want to know who the master of chaos is, it's Satan. And the word Satan is actually an English-fied derivative of the word Satan, which is Hebrew, which means adversary. So he's trying to mess you up on a regular basis. Now, when chaos entered into the world, sin, it set everything out of balance. And that, uh, to be quite honest, that out of balance was fatal and was going to be fatal for everybody. That's why Jesus came, to balance it back. Now, obviously, this is a two-part situation. Jesus, when he came, balanced everything spiritually, and when he comes again, he's going to balance everything physically. So we have to work with what we've got right now. But here's the thing. Once again, we are responsible for our own space. Now, 1 Corinthians 14.33 is a verse I love. Because it pretty much talks, addresses that. It says, For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Now, and then he goes on to say some other stuff. Now, why was he saying this to the Corinthians? Because they had chaos. Uh, they had a lot of chaos going on. And yes, believers can have chaos. Because why? We're not perfect. We are working at it. Hopefully we want to be. But it's, it's a situation, sanctification where you become more and more holy is a process. Salvation is something you get that that locks you in with Jesus. I mean, that's where he claims you as his. Now, here's the thing. Sanctification, though, is where we're working to become more like him. Now, 
and of course right here uh, <laughs> Paul's uh, talking to the Corinthian by the way Corinth it, it pains me sometimes when people use Corinth as an example of how things ought to go because everything was out of balance and Paul was I mean he did two letters to try to get things underway Corinth was a uh, was a pretty big trade city and had a whole lot of idol worship just running all over it and so when the church was there um, a lot of people got saved and they came into the church but they had a lot of mm, some bad habits from before that just didn't vanish overnight and so Paul's trying to work with them now and here's what he's trying to say, because in the church, especially when it came to spiritual gifts and, and yes, the gift of tongues and things, other things, um, there was a lot of confusion because everybody was doing things at the same dang time and, and it was just messing everything up and, and couldn't worship, at least worship very well. That's why he had to say, for God's not a God of confusion, but of peace. Now, Peace is not the absence of strife or problems. Peace is the calm assurance that God is with you every moment. And you rely on that. That's what peace is. Now, James had something to say also. By the way, that first verse was 1 Corinthians 14.33. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. In other words, peace is supposed to be in all the churches of the saints. Now, James 3.16. This would be a good 3.16. Everybody knows John 3.16. Well, there's a, a series of, of verses that are 3.16s that are actually pretty good to memorize because you can think. All you have to do is go, oh, I know that verse. That verse is 316. Uh, I wonder which uh, book it is. But anyway, in James, he says, uh, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there will be disorder and every vile practice. Whoa. So, interesting. Interesting. And right before that, uh, James was discussing, uh, you know, some of the uh, sources of wisdom, that wisdom comes from God, and that it's, you know, that it's pure, and that it brings order. The interesting thing about uh, the Greek word for confusion, at least in Corinthians, is... Uh, is akatasia. Akatasia. It means instability, a state of disorder, which means it's non stopping. Disturbance, confusion. And it comes from uh, akatastos. Akatastatos, excuse me. Which basically means to be unstable, to be inconsistent. Now, James gives us the clue. 
though, I believe in, hey, how do we order our own? Well, where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, I'm sure that's not the complete list, but that's the top of the list right there. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there would be disorder and ever vile practice. Well, that's kind of what was going on in, in, uh, in Corinth, in the church. So now, how do we do this? How do we order our little part of the world? I would start with getting in a rhythm of things that you do, starting with, guess what? You're going to hear it? Prayer, Bible study, and outreach. Now, prayer in the morning, Bible study, you know, quick Bible uh, devotion in the morning, outreach during the day. Start there and then work on your space. What space are you in charge of? In your car, in your home. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm in a room that has a lot of stuff that needs to get straightened out. So, I'm not perfect. Definitely not. And I'm working on it myself. But, the more things are ordered, the more things seem to fall into place. And it makes it a lot easier. And I'll be honest, um, a lot of times, and this is the last thing I really want to focus on, chaos comes from extra stuff. We get too much to be able to take care of it. We get too too many things on our plate, too many projects, too many material things. To you know, at one point I had seven hundred books. Okay, look, that's too many books for me. Uh, now maybe not for somebody else, but for me that was too many books. I had to cut way back, and I'm even doing that more, trying to consolidate. You know, because that way you can focus. But if you have too much clutter, it's just like the hurricane. I mean, you're sitting in the middle of that calm area in the hurricane. You're looking at that wall of wind. And there's all kinds of de debris and everything else flying around in there that will just eat you up. Sometimes our lives are like that because we have too much stuff. <laughs> I mean, now, I got nothing wrong with stuff. I got some stuff. I like stuff. Too much stuff is not good for you. Because it's hard to keep track of. But that's between you and God. You and God will figure out how much is too much. But going back to the military thing, let me say this. When these people go to boot camp, okay, back to the military metaphor, going back to boot camp, they only get to take what the people there tell them to take. Everything else is taken away and stored. Why? Because they show them what's, what they're responsible for. Look in your own home. Look in your life. Look in your personal life. Who is around you? What friends 
do you have? What people do you meet during the day? How do you organize your space? And do you, you know, keep it, keep track of it? Now, I've heard creative minds are really messy. Okay, not fighting that. And a lot of people will say, no, no, it may look messy to you, but I know where everything is. Okay, not fighting that either. I'm just saying this. Between you and God, order the space he's given you. Order that space. And if there's chaos and confusion in that space, you got to do something. You got to do something to help make it uh, make it less hard to focus on. You know? Because uh, our private space ought to be a space we can stand on to reach out to help other people. It ought to be a firm bastion, a, a, a keep, a castle that you can count on to, you know, to reach out and help other people with. So, order from chaos. Find your own motto, if you wish. Rework that one if you want. But just remember and always interject that this one idea, God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. Amen on that? So, with that thought in mind, I want you to keep on speaking it out. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your life.